Welcome to Rock Talk, the podcast. In this episode, we are joined by four special guests who will be sharing a very exciting project currently underway in the Santa Cruz Mountains. The project is the Highway 17 Wildlife Undercrossing. It is a very important project to help increase public safety on this stretch of the highway. Today, we'll be hearing from Sarah Newkirk, Executive Director, Land Trust of Santa Cruz, Kevin Drabinski, Public Information Officer, Caltrans District 5, Aaron Johnson, Granite Rocks Executive Vice President, Safety and Environmental Services, and Bruce McPherson, 5th District Supervisor, Santa Cruz County. Hope you enjoy the show. I am Sarah Newkirk, and I am the Executive Director of the Land Trust of Santa Cruz County. Awesome. So, uh, Sarah, welcome. And first, uh, describe, uh, first of all, just describe Highway 17 and Laurel Curve, this particular area. Well, I, I don't think that there's anybody in our region who hasn't been on Highway 17 and who hasn't been terrified about being on Highway 17. Um, the, the, it's a very heavily trafficked area and people use it to get from Santa Cruz out to their jobs in San Jose or even further into San Francisco Bay Area. Um, people use it to get from the Bay Area down to Santa Cruz beaches and uh, natural areas to hike around and mountain bike and surf. Um, and so it is a, an incredibly popular you know, route for the human community, um, both in the Bay Area and down here in Santa Cruz. Um, the, the area where the undercrossing is going is particularly unique because it is the intersection of that highway and a wildlife superhighway, right? So this is, we've been able to sort of map where the animals are going. And by animals, I mean uh, mountain lions, bobcats, coyotes, badgers, even foxes uh, are really using the corridor that crosses Highway 17 at Laurel Curve to move from the Santa Cruz Mountains uh, down into the Gabalon Range. And so it's this intersection between the human highway and the wildlife highway that makes this point dangerous for both the wildlife and for the human users of Highway 17. Wow, that, that's interesting. And when you say the Gavilan Range, that's going south towards Salinas, Monterey? Yes. And how, even further south than that. Even further south. Um, so how do you know that the mountain lions, that this is their corridor and that they're, this is the wildlife superhighway? How are you guys tracking that or measuring that? We worked with uh, the Puma Project at UCSC as well as Pathways for Wildlife and actually conducted a five-year study that documented the use of the animals in this corridor using um, the collars that they put on the mountain lions to track their locations, roadkill data, yes, it's a little bit grim, but it is a really useful way of finding out uh, where the animals are trying to cross the highway, and all signs pointed to this place. So between the collaring data, the roadkill data, we had wildlife cameras um, watching, you know, watching the animals go about their business, and all all the evidence pointed to this location uh, along Highway 17. It is, and I think it's being largely driven by the fact that it's the least developed corridor in the Santa Cruz Mountains area, right? So the animals are trying to, they're trying to stay out of our backyards. <laughs> they're trying to use open space to get from where they are to where they need to go. And this just happens to be 
the corridor that provides the most open space and is most attractive to them when they're um, when they're using this route to find mates, to find food, to establish new territories. Great, this is interesting. Yeah. Um, so, what exactly are we building here? Can you describe the tunnel and, and why it's underground and instead of a, an overpass? And just kind of what exactly are we building for these? Uh... So, it is a tunnel. It's a wildlife tunnel underneath Highway 17. And so, starting now, Caltrans is basically getting ready to punch a hole under under the highway at Laurel Curve. It's a it's an underpass instead of an overpass because the the context in which it's being built uh, really calls for that, right? You, if you go to the site, you'll see that the, it's a natural, uh, a natural basin uh, on either side of Highway 17, uh, and the, uh, there's a berm that supports the highway um, going across this sort of natural drainage basin. Um, and so just as a matter of engineering and cost minimization, um, the approach that was taken is a tunnel instead of an overpass. So how do we know that the mountain lions will they'll have an instinct that would that will point them to this tunnel? Do we know that they're going to use it? Yeah, we know that they look into we we know that they look into culverts, right? In these natural depressions in the land, they will uh, and and the culvert is where the the uh, drainage water will flow down underneath the highway. They explore these culverts and they often sort of turn around because it's narrow and it's tight and nobody really wants to use that to get across. Um, but we know from places where other wildlife tunnels have been built that that, that can be very appealing to wildlife and that they do tend uh, to use these sort of larger tunnels um, that, that, you know, it's the science will show what makes them appealing to the wildlife. And it, I think it has to do with the size. Uh, and the lighting, um, and so we're, we're leading with the science, we're letting the science show us the design that will be the most appealing and attractive to the wildlife. Are there other tunnels like this in California? There are going to be. Um, there, because the, one, of the, one of the greatest parts about this project is that it not only created the conditions for a wildlife crossing at Laurel Curve, but it really pioneered the use of the financial means by which Caltrans is 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 building the is building the tunnel, um, and so because the this project resulted in the passage of a new state law that allows Caltrans to use this financial mechanism in other places, uh, it's really. Um, increasing the use of the wildlife corridor mechanism by Caltrans throughout the state of California. So then is it accurate to say this is the very first wildlife cal uh, wildlife corridor in California? No, it's that that would not be accurate to say. But it, this what what's happening is because we've pioneered this new you know financial mechanism by which Caltrans can build these tunnels the number of tunnels is increasing and the rate at which Caltrans is putting them in the ground is increasing because now they have an incentive to do them in more places. So a couple questions. How many wildlife corridors do you know exist in California? I don't know the answer to that question. Okay, no problem. And then what is this financial mechanism? like? Uh, I mean, because it's kind of a blend of money, right? It's a Measure D money, um, land trust, 
Yeah, um, for this one, yeah. the the project is supported by Measure D. It's supported by pri private private funds raised by the land trust. The financial mechanism that I'm referring to is it's a it's a, a little bit nerdy, but it's a mitigation credit trading agreement between Caltrans and DFW, the Department of Fish and Wildlife in California. So whenever Caltrans impacts habitat with its infrastructure projects, it needs to mitigate for those habitat impacts. And what this project allows them to do is to build this corridor and get impact credits from DFW for building this corridor that then will allow them to apply those credits in other projects that they're doing, right? So that's the incentive then for Caltrans to put in these wildlife tunnels. If DFW is able to give them credit for that, then that will actually sort of accelerate their business um, throughout California. Okay, that's exciting. Um, this has been talked about for a long time because I wrote about it when I was at the Sentinel and that, that was a long time ago. Um, you just in general terms, just the importance and the passion for this project from the Santa Cruz County community? For sure. Um, this, is, this is 10 years in the making, right? The five-year study that we were talking about before uh, was conducted more than 10 years ago. The Land Trust made its first acquisition in furtherance of this project in 2011, and we've since acquired 700 acres of land and either you know, full fee uh, title and also conservation easements on either side of Highway 17. And it's the contributions of our supporters and our mem members at the Land Trust that's made that investment possible. And it's that investment in the land that made the Caltrans project possible, right? That was a prerequisite for Caltrans to initiate a project is knowing that uh, a supportive landowner controlled effectively both sides of the highway and would allow the infrastructure project to go forward. And so, you know, so many thanks to our, our thousands of supporters who contributed money to the land trusts to help support the acquisition of those lands on both sides. And since, since the machinery has been appearing on the 17, we've gotten so many calls and so much feedback from the community just reiterating that excitement about sort of we're so glad to finally see this happen and again it's excitement for both the the wildlife and also for the impact on the highway right we're in not only reducing the risk that uh, mountain lions are going to get killed trying to cross highway 17 but that act traffic accidents are going to happen when when there are these human wildlife interactions right so it's it's improved safety for drivers as well exactly Kevin Drabinski, I'm Public Information Officer for the Caltrans District 5. District 5, awesome. Oh, describe District 5 from where to where. Yeah, District 5 for Caltrans encompasses the five counties from south to north of Santa Barbara and San Luis Obispo, and then northern counties of San Benito, Santa Cruz, and Monterey County. Okay, great. And we are in uh, Santa Cruz County today, um, and probably our most high-profile um, highway in, in the region is Highway 17. Describe it from a Caltrans point of view, uh, Highway 17, uh, the nature of this highway, and then um, let's get into a little bit of Laurel Curve in particular. 
Well, it's, I've never been part of a conversation at Caltrans that lasted over five minutes where safety wasn't voiced, wasn't thought about, wasn't put right out front. And so it kind of provides the frame for everything we do. And one of the interesting things about the Laurel Curve project is that all the disciplines that come to bear on any project like this, from our biologist, our, our, our hydrologist, our geotech people, all the engineering, all the design and development and, and, and construction people, they have that single focus of safety in mind. And the Highway 17 corridor in particular, uh, because of its uh, twist and turns and elevation and gains and descents, and carrying a volume of six, you know, in the range of 60,000 vehicles a day is something that we keep an eye on for, for safety. Um, we believe strongly that this project can contribute to safety for the highway, uh, any animals that are kept off that roadway and can avoid colliding with cars uh, enhances the, the safety of uh, Highway 17. So what exactly are you doing um, at this point at, at Laurel Curve? What, what's the scope of the project? Well, Granite Rock's just kicking ass. That's, that's what's happening. I we'll keep that part in say, there. I don't know how to say it any other way. It's a really interesting kind of design in which the, the current roadway at Laurel Curve sits really on earth and they'll go and, and put uh, vertical supports in uh, while, the, while the roadway is still in place. And then once that is, once that's accomplished, they'll come in afterwards and dig out the earth below the roadway. And that'll create a bridge at that section. And it creates the space for the, uh, the wildlife to cross underneath that bridge. Wow, and then, so a lot of earth moving? Yeah, the initial work will be on the roadway and that'll last until about the fall. And then we think that uh, to go and remove the earth from under the, the, uh, the roadway at that time, that it'll be open for uh, crossing for animals in, uh, by the end of this year. By the end of 22? Yeah. Wow. Um, so there'll be a tunnel made. Can you describe the tunnel? It's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a, it has a, a flat middle section and it V's up on the sides. It's got the height and the width that, that would make it attractive for animals to, to follow through. And then we're just following the lead of biologists in the area who've studied the animal populations and who uh, recognize that um, this is an ideal location for an undercrossing. So from the Caltrans perspective, is this type of project something that you guys have done before? Is this the first? Like where, think, where is it in your uh, portfolio? In District 5, I believe there's been one other wildlife undercrossing built in Santa Barbara County. Um, we look forward to opportunities, and the great thing about this opportunity at Laurel Curve was the uh, confluence of stakeholders. Um, the state level that made uh, it possible for Caltrans to receive mitigation credits for the land trust of Santa Cruz to acquire land on either side of the undercrossing for the uh, Santa Cruz Regional Transportation Commission to, to uh, dedicate money through Measure D to make this happen. All those stakeholders uh, combine to make this possible. When we talk about trying to make the roads safer, it's not in isolation, it's really embedded in the community context. And in this case, the community you know, talked loud and clear about that this was a possibility if we, if we dreamed it right and everybody dreamed in the right direction. At the end of this, we're going to have a safer highway for the traveling public. Has Caltrans um, had reports of 
wildlife in the roadway or, or, or roadkill that needs to be removed? Do you guys deal with that on this particular 17? Sure. sure. Um, it's, uh, there's a statistical background for animals trying to cross in the area of Laurel Curve. Um, Highway 17 provides a concrete barrier which animals can't naturally cross. At 60,000 vehicles a day, it's, a, it's dangerous for, for any, any, any creature to, to try and make it across. Um, that particular location is a natural kind of canyon and a wash that, that animals could funnel down. And that wildlife undercrossing is going to direct them towards that area off of the roadway and make for a safer, safer corridor. Um, and then real quick, I want to walk us kind of through the timeline. We broke ground in March and mm -hmm. kind of walk us through the end uh, right. to completion. Yeah, the, the Laurel Curve uh, Wildlife Undercrossing uh, started in earnest in March of 2022. Uh, we continue to uh, manipulate the roadway so that uh, workers can safely work behind concrete barriers to put in the vertical supports that will serve as the bridge once the earth is removed. The roadway work should uh, come to conclusion by fall, and then they'll go off the roadway, create the wildlife under crossing. And we think that by December of 2022, it'll be open for business for the animals in the area. Awesome, cool. I just think that all the stakeholders that come together recognize that the safety of the highway and that Highway 17 corridor is really important to enhance. This enhances the, the safety of it in the particular context of this community and of the surrounding uh, region. And it's just really amazing that all the stakeholders can come together to make this project come to fruition. Kind of describe the importance of this project as far as it's the bringing together of, um, of protecting the wildlife as well mm -hmm. as new infrastructure for yeah. for a yep. region. Yeah, it's new infrastructure for a region that was a long time coming to get funded. Um, the, the need was, of course, to protect a wildlife corridor in between. Um, but to, to get there, it took some studying and took some community support. Um, but Measure D that we remember we all voted on in 2016, I hope we all voted on in 2016, it was a big project of Bruce McPherson, um, helped fund this type of project and other projects that, that are in our community. We're gonna see a lot more of these wildlife crossings going forward, and they're, they're, they're very significant. This one is, is significant, but we're talking about some that pass over six lanes of highways, and California is well behind the curve on, on getting those done. We're starting to, um, and this should actually be the first wildlife crossing built in the state. We hear all about the one down in uh, um, Los Angeles in uh, Ventura area, but uh, since this is our project, we know will be done by November and it will be the number one um, uh, done, completed. Uh, talk a little bit about, Granite Rock plays a little bit of a dual role here as far as we are the contractor building the infrastructure, but also we mm. have an environmental team that mm. has um, kind of been part of the project and played a role. Can you yeah. talk about that? Yeah, um, not too much on this project, but uh, as you saw, in, or as you might see yeah. in the media later, there's many partnerships here. It included the Land Trust, it included UCSC, it included Caltrans, Fish and Wildlife, Natural um, Resource, agencies all
all up and down the state. And what we're doing now is understanding the needs and concerns of our partners. And so our environmental team is working with the local Santa Cruz Land Trust, working with the UCSC, and working um, with uh, Fish and Wildlife to understand what they need um, the landscape to do and how our actions and lands that we own can support that and enhance that so that we can you know, operate our sustainable resources, but we can also be a good um, partner and accommodate uh, wildlife um, uh, through a fair. Um, we hear a lot about the, um, the mountain lion and you know they kind of fleet through a wildlife corridor, but if you're a landholder like us and you have lots of land in between a big corridor, you have to think about wildlife movement in a very slow pace for the species that might move very slow. So we're thinking about the mountain lion that jets across, but we're also thinking about the salamanders that need to make it a thousand meters one year and a thousand meters another year and you know their crossings take you know a long time so they need little mosaics of habitat across the way um, so that's where we're having to um, do more research more studying um, and um, and focus on more species because we want a solution for the whole wildlife not just necessarily you know, a deer or a mountain lion or bobcat we'll include those of course but um, we want a, a more complete solution mm -hmm. I just I, I love the unique role that Grant Rock has as far as like our environmental team mm -hmm. is totally supporting this and we like you said um, it's just a big deal when you got this heavy land use and then as well as the infrastructure building and constructing part of it I just such a great combination as well yeah. as with our partnerships with Caltrans and the land trust and yep. The, yep. the community here yeah. right I'm County Supervisor Bruce McPherson. I represent the 5th District on the Board of Supervisors, and this project is in my district. This started really in about 2014. I was on the, uh, the, the committee to put Measure D on the ballot, and we, we specified a couple of carve-outs, and there were more than the two that were finally approved, but this is one of them. And it's in my district, and right across the way, it's in the 1st District, I represent the 5th uh, District. And what a win-win, you know, for safe, safety, of the population, but sustainability of wildlife. Uh, we're the first in the state, and we got a cooperative effort through Caltrans, uh, you know, the, the Parks and Rec Departments, uh, the, everybody from the state level and the county level too, we were all in. And we wanted, we kept this one in. And I will say I that we are so happy that a qualified agency like Granite Rock is doing this work. And I'm sure that every mountain lion and uh, raccoon that passes underneath this highway is going to be safely, is going to be very happy for that. So thank you for everything. But it goes from the sisters, the land trust of Santa Cruz County. It can't be overstated how important they were in saying, you know, we're, we're going to do this. And the Puma project up at UCSC. I love this personally. When you can get very various agencies to get together for a phenomenal cause. And this has happened. It's reality and it'll be done soon. And for the safety of the drivers, and there's about 65,000 a day that go to and from Santa Cruz to Silicon Valley or wherever, and uh, they're gonna be able to get home and get to their uh, places of service or their jobs uh, much safer, much more safely now. Yeah, and a local contractor adds to the sustainability factor because oh. local, the materials are local, um, our, you know, our employees are local. So. Yeah, th this, um, 
You know, I, I, I'm not surprised that Granite Rock got the, the, the contract, but it just was not much better because it's local too. And this is what you call a cooperative local project, and Granite Rock is a huge part of that. Uh, without you, this isn't happening. So thank you very much. You're the best. That's all we needed. <laughs> <laughs>